I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Gant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Remedy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant in lovely Arizona. You're so lucky. I wish I was in love. Are you by the pool right now? No, we're sitting on the patio, though. (sighs) It's, it's, I got, you know what I did? My skin doctor gave me some Retin-A and I put it on right before I came and I got sunburned the first day I was here on my face. Oh, because it makes it more (laughs) sensitive, doesn't it? Yeah. I love that Retin-A stuff. I need to remember, you always remind me and I need to remember to to use it more. I got it from my dermatologist and I just forget. Aren't you glad I shared that? I am. I'm really (laughs) impressed, Tova. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you so much for accommodating. I'm out of town in in a very remote place in Colorado next week. And so uh, we're recording you remote, but you're not going to be, you're not as remote as I'm going to be next week. So thank you for no. taking time to do this on your oh my gosh, little so, Spanish so, so. speaking adventure. It's hard getting all you guys in the same room these days. Kevin, we're very popular. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> we are busy, Kevin. <laughs> I guess I'm not because I'm always here. <laughs> well, we'll be back together soon. We'll be back together a week from Monday. Yes. For sure, right? Yeah. 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 I'm back. Yeah. I'll be I'll be back with bells on. It is it is always a little well, it's a lot better when not that the program's better, but I just love it when we're all in the same room but we, have, I know. we just have such good juju mm-hmm. yeah me too i like looking in y'all's eyeballs yep yep me too. me too but i'm glad you're there and i'm glad you're having fun i love arizona <clears throat> me too i have a joke y'all want a joke oh, yes by the way i meant to tell you janice my uh i went to easter brunch with my parents over the weekend and they were saying that they really want you to do a joke every week because oh they they're do? still laughing about that last one that i think he they knows are. you yeah <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. Oh, my God. All right, you ready? We're ready. Go. Okay, so there was a company, and they sold toothbrushes. And so they were looking to hire three new salespeople. So they had a guy come in whose name was Norman, and they said, Norman, do you want to try to sell toothbrushes for us? And he said, yes, I do. And the guy said, well... That what what's wrong with your voice? And he goes, Well, when I was ten, I had a bicycle accident and I bit half my tongue off. And the guy goes, Well, Norman, I'm so sorry that that happened, but don't you think that's gonna be a little bit difficult to be a salesman? With half no, a tongue? I, d- I don't. I think I can do it if you'll just give me a chance. So The guy decided to go ahead and give Norman a hire and give him a chance. And then he he hired two other guys. And he said, I'm going to give you guys three weeks to go out and see how many toothbrushes you can sell and then come in and report to me. So three weeks later, all three of the guys came in. The first guy, the the manager said, so, Harry, 
how many toothbrushes did you sell? And Harry said, well, I sold 476 toothbrushes. And the guy was like, oh, well, that's pretty good. And then he decided to ask Billy. He said, Billy, so how many toothbrushes did you sell? And Billy said, I sold 972. And the guy was like, oh, Billy, that is awesome. And then he went to Norman. He said, well, Norman, how many toothbrushes did you sell? And Norman said, well, I sold 2,726. <laughs> and the guy goes, what? How on earth did you do that? And he said, well, I went to the airport, and when people were getting off the plane, I said, hi, would you like to have a dip and some chips? And everybody said yes. So they would take a bite, they'd pick up a chip, dip it in the dip, and then eat it. And then they'd say, ooh, this tastes like shit. And I'd say, it is. Want to buy a toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> you are ridiculous, <laughs> I love how there's so I'm many names ridiculous. in these stories. Oh yeah, you do have lots of names and lots of accents, and then they all crack me up. Every single person in your jokes from Lubbock. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Norman. because. I'm from Lubbock. Oh, I know. I love it. I absolutely love your jokes. You are hilarious. You tell jokes that I've never, ever, ever heard before. Me too. <laughs> Not that people are running around telling me jokes all the time, but that was amazing. I don't know that I could even think of three jokes no, that, like, that I know I off the top of, of my head. Jokes. I never know. Any, I've told you this. I have joke me, bad memory. Joke amnesia. No joke amnesia. You have joke yes. amnesia. I totally do. A joke no memory. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a joke. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, okay, so we need to thank our sponsor for today. Another Jacqueline has sponsored. Oh. Uh, Must be lovely. Yep, she's very lovely. Jacqueline Ward. Um, Jackie Ward from Tyler, Texas is a huge fan oh. and a great listener and always encouraging. And she sent in a, uh, a very generous donation for DJ Kevy Kev. Hey, Kev, what about uh, your... The episode all about Kevin is the second most popular episode of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know of all time. In yeah. the last 30 days, for sure. No, I'm, let's just go with all time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> In the history yeah. of the remedy. <laughs> I would have to go back and check that. But uh. <laughs> You should go back and check that. We, we need to know the top three. And, and your sweet daughter Blair's on... I know. On Guilt Mom, Mom Guilt, was... Number one. Number one. It's amazing. I know, isn't that something? <clears throat> you know what it shows? We just... We don't have to go very far to... No, I mean <laughs> to do well. Blair had a couple thousand more than average. I mean, that's it's pretty pretty impressive. Amazing. No, she's Kevin. Awesome. That's so good. Yeah. See, so everybody fun. loves you. You have a but lot not of as much as Blair. You don't even. <laughs> what did he say? Not as much as Blair. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might want to dye your hair pink and see if that helps. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't Get know that that job. would be a good look for me. 
going to need some boobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today I'm super... And, and thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you oh, again. Oh, yes, Jacqueline. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Uh, for being an awesome human and a devoted listener and an encourager. And she shares the remedy and she's rated the remedy and she's just she's just awesome so if you are a listener and you're a fan of what we're doing here at the remedy and you are blessed by um our episodes week after week and would like to be an upcoming sponsor we would love it we need it uh kevin really needs we it. need it yeah <laughs> Ke- kevin came in today talking about taxes oh man so oh. 2019 taxes 2019 taxes so it's he he could really use a little a little boost. Sure. <laughs> oh, taxes are the worst. Yeah, or maybe maybe Andrews should deliver some more beer. Yeah, that, that'll <laughs> that'll alleviate some of the pain. Um, well, thank you to all of our sponsors, and we make it real easy. You can just go to tovacito.com and click on the remedy, and or you can Venmo me at at tova-cito, and we would really really appreciate it. You know, Tova, I think it is so amazing. I was thinking about this the other day that when we were looking at the numbers of our listeners, Mm -hmm. it blows my mind. I, it is so amazing that we have that many people that listen. It's so humbling. It is. It is. And people reach out to me all the time. I mean, I screenshot you and Kev every once in a while when somebody says something, but I I get feedback every single day about our show and it is like and and you and I both Janice have had this happen where we're walking in the neighborhood or walking on Katie Trail and then we'll walk past someone and they'll be like I'm listening to you right now. That's <laughs> uh-huh, crazy. And I'm like you are well go, go please go. It's just something about it. I'm like I can't believe people actually listen. Like you thousands, guys are a big deal around here. Thousands and thousands of people really tune in and it's it is humbling it's a very 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 humbling thing that we get to do it and that i mean if we had a a hundred listeners i'd be like wow that's still an impact (laughs) you know i mean certainly but to think that thousands of people are like waiting that's why i'm like when the show's not up by like you know two o'clock on monday people are like i know hey tova like, because they're waiting for it on their walk or their And know, I start carpool. sweating because I hate people to be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the posting is out of your control. I mean, you are the producer, but you've got to get it. That's true. Through. There are a lot of moving parts. Yes. That, yeah. It's not just you, like, cut paste. And that's the stuff I hate. Nothing makes me more angry than something like that that's out of my control. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, control is an illusion. Yeah. Thank you, Kev. Look at look at our little boy growing up, Janice. <laughs> Isn't he? He is our little boy growing up. I'm like 35 years old. <laughs> and you're still a little boy. Janice yeah. and I both could have birthed you. I would have been a very young mom, but I still could have yeah. done it. I still could have done it. Um, okay, so we. I, I am loving this series. I am loving what we're doing. It's made... A difference in my life, Janice, um, this whole thing on abundance, springing into abundance. And um, and I'm really excited about continuing the conversation. So we talked about springing into abundance, why, uh, you know, why abundance, why we both are such believers and embracers 
of abundance. Last week we talked about uh, tending to the garden of our minds. Like how do we how do we get abundant life through our thinking, um, right, and changing our mindset and our pathways. Today we're talking about uh, what's the point? What's the point of ten- tending to our garden? What's the point of investing or th- or doing this whole abundant life thing? Um, and I'm ex- I'm really excited. I mean, when you first texted it, I thought I I texted back, and I was like, I don't know if I could talk about what's the point for, but then we, <laughs> but then we found this great article in uh, the magazine, real simple, which I do love that magazine, um, <clears throat> and it the title of the article um, was let me go to it because I really liked it. Um, and it, it answered the question that you, um, that you said so perfectly, like, what's the point of being optimistic? And the title of this is why optimists are healthier, wealthier, and happier. Um, yes, yes. And that, you know, what's so crazy about that is that, that I'm in Arizona with my friend Vicki from Little Rock and she received that article the day after we got here and she uh, forwarded, forwarded it to me and I was like, oh my gosh, well that was just the universe working in our life to put that right in front of us oh, during yeah. that because, because yes. the thing that's so the thing that's so awesome about that is that it is a mindset that anybody can cultivate and it's not something it's it's a practice and it is not always easy but once you get into the groove of it it becomes easier and easier and the benefits of it are miraculous and the, I thought that this article was so cool because so much of it was based on statistics so for people who maybe are a little skeptical of the woo 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 sort of thinking mm-hmm. you know there's mm-hmm. there's absolutely proof that it does make a difference yes and i i if we can we can just start right there like talking yeah. about um and and that's what i love too i mean it's one thing if if you and i it's our opinion you know it's our or our experience that being optimistic and embracing this abundant life that that we have it, you know people and people saying well that's just tova or that's just janice no this this article um and we'll post it uh we'll post it next week on my inst- on our instagram be the remedies um by the way if you listen to us and you don't follow us on instagram i hope you will because we talk about a lot what we're gonna talk about if if there's a thought that we share we often post it so um be sure to follow us on instagram because we we share a lot of the information that we have or that we share here on there and uh just let everybody know soon we will have the um video versions of our episodes on the remedy instagram page uh which i believe is just um at the remedy awesome okay cool Oh, gosh, that makes me nervous. Uh, <laughs> that means I'm going to have to wash my hair every dadgum time. Oh, no, it's... No, because podcast no. radio is sort of less formal. You, don't, you know what I mean? It's not like TV, makeup. You, yeah, they I'm want you people just that. to look normal and comfortable. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to come in a prom dress. <laughs> and I'm going to wear a tuxedo. And your taffeta. <laughs> yeah, and my And your taffeta. fuchsia taffeta. 
um okay so yes that's what i loved about this article is it wasn't just like it's not like this is just like what tova and janice think there was a lot of research that actually backed up this idea of abundant life abundant thinking abundant living um that people who are optimistic are healthier wealthier and happier and it is based on research um did you want to say something, Janice? Well, I was just going to say that, for example, there was a study in, that they talk about in this article that found that optimists live 11 to 15 percent longer. I mean, uh, yeah, optimists yeah. live 11 to 15 percent longer than less optimistic people. Yeah. So if a pessimist lives till 80, an optimist is likely to live till 90 or older. And you know, and they say also that it's dose dependent. So the more optimistic you are, the longer you live. And I thought that was just really, really interesting. And what what they they base these studies on huge numbers of people. So it it's scientific, and I think that that gives people even more reason to really kind of start pr- doing the practice. Mm-hmm. Because they can, you can actually see what the benefits could be. Yeah. I, I, isn't it, I, I read, of course I read that, but I was shocked. I mean, if, if you told me that optimists live longer, I would believe you because... Yes. It, uh, you know, I, I, that just makes sense in my mind. But 10 to 15% longer, you're telling me I could, it can make the difference between me dying at 80 or me dying at 90? That's significant. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that it said that they uh, that it was actually more beneficial in longevity than exercise. Yeah, that, that uh, blew my mind. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'd never ever read that. So before. we don't ever have to walk the Katy Trail again. All we have to do <laughs> is be nice and smile. <laughs> the walking's way easier. <laughs> Isn't what that the truth? <laughs> Kevin just said the walking is way easier. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> you want to know it's crazy, Kev? I think for a lot of people, it is. You yeah, because it's, it's at least kind of uh, mindless, you know? Yeah. Well, and yeah. and it, it takes it takes a little bit of effort. But you know what? I, I also think that optimism and positive thinking is contagious. And so... Yeah, I think so too. I think that once you start down that path and it changes your energy and it changes your mood and then the amazing thing is you start to see it change people around you sure um you know when i i if i'm in a bad mood at my house everybody in my house sucks yeah (laughs) it's true i mean it, it it we create energy and if i'm if i wake up and i'm positive and i'm like good morning and what can I make you for breakfast? And do you know how much I love you? Then my kids sh- reciprocate. Whatever energy I put out in my house is exactly what comes back to me. And not only what comes back to me, but what they what they cultivate with one another. If I'm well, short with them, they're short with each other. I've totally yeah, noticed that. True. And you know, I think the uh, interesting thing too, like, Kevin, you were talking about it, that being a little bit difficult, but honestly and truly, once you kind of get over the cusp of that and it becomes a practice, what you'll find is that it actually is much more energy depleting 
to not be optimistic because yeah. whenever we get into a low mood or a victimization sort of a mentality or a life sucks mentality, that will suck the life out of you. Totally. And it's energy depleting. So once you get mm-hmm. on that bicycle and start rolling with the optimism, it becomes easier and easier and easier and less exhausting than the opposite. Totally. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen Tova in a bad mood. I can be in a bad mood. I mean, I'm, prob- I'm sure it happens to everybody, but I've just never seen it. So, I mean, you're I'm, pretty naturally I'm optimistic I'm usually in person. a really good mood. Yeah. I'm yeah, di- you are. You I really like, are. You know what? I just, yeah, and I'm very grateful for that. That's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've really tried, I, the place where I have to try the hardest, just an admission here, because I'm not, I'm, I'm, is the place that I, that I have to really be intentional about being optimistic and kind and, and all the happy things is with my children. Yeah. Because. No, I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. And if they, it's so funny, Anna Prynne, the other night, she was in the worst mood and she had been in the worst mood that morning and she had been in the worst mood the night before and I was just over her mood (laughs) and she came to eat dinner and you know she uh, so she like slammed her burger and then like was headed back to her room I said hey can I have five minutes with you like can you just sit here for five minutes and like talk to me I was like you act like it's such a chore to like be out here and she's like mom (laughs) and this is way too much information but I know she wouldn't care if I shared it she's like I've got a 12 page paper I'm on my period I have had I am tired and I said "I, I hear all of that I need five minutes this is like I've been looking forward to seeing you three all day like five minutes it's all I'm asking for yeah and I mean, it's it that you know when you have to beg your seventeen-year-old to give you five freaking minutes when you have broken your back for them all day. That doesn't feel amazing. No, um, no, but it is an it is what you call normal. Oh, it adolescents, is. Adolescents are supposed to have. If I, if somebody brought an adolescent in my office and said this child is always in a good mood, I would be concerned about that adolescent. Yeah, and you know what? But uh, to to your point, Janice, and it's a good one. Uh, she said to me, she goes, mom, you know what? You're always like, hi, good morning. How's your day? And she goes, and, and you know what? I don't always feel like that. And she said, and I want to be able to come home. I should be able to come home and be in a bad mood and it'd be safe. Like, I don't always feel the way that you feel. No one does. Nobody feels like that 100% of the time. Yes. And I was like, and she was like, so I'm sorry I'm in a bad mood, but I just don't feel like being like that today. And, and well, she and kind of like was making fun of it, like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are pretty bubbly. <laughs> but I appreciated her saying that. And I said, you know what? You're exactly right. You have to be kind, but you don't always have to be in, in yeah. an amazing mood. Well, well I, I, I think one thing that we're talking about is that we're not talking about optimism being bubbly and zippity doodah all the time. It's about a mindset 
that even when we are being in our human position of maybe feeling a little low or feeling a little scared or feeling a little sad, that we know how to pull ourselves out of that with some thought replacement. So Such that, a good point, Janice. So that we don't, you know, I always am a little skeptical if somebody says I'm never, ever, ever in a bad mood. I'm thinking, well, there's probably a lot of feelings that you're actually not addressing. Mm-hmm. And I think that we don't, I think we want to be careful yeah. about people thinking it's an either or concept because it really isn't. That's great. Life That's a great has, thing to say. Life has some some bumps in it yes and the road can be really bumpy and it can be heavy and it can feel sad but if you have developed that toolbox of learning how to change that pessimism into optimism then you're going to feel much more empowered and you don't have to resist the low mood because what you resist is going to persist so you Mm -hmm, want to kind of embrace it entertain it for a period of time and then move on through it yes that's that that is such a good reminder and and such clarity on on the point of this it's not it's not it's not having your pom-poms you know and being perfect and happy and joyful and running around like a cheerleader it is it is living with a half glass full mindset versus a half glass empty. Yeah, and it is a it is learning it's implementing a set of tools that will get you there. Yeah. You know, so it's not you're never going to be perfectly optimistic. No. You're and if you are, I really I don't believe it. No, I don't. Not possible. <laughs> well, I was going to say I don't want to be your friend. So you are nicer. <laughs> I thought, well, another thing that was really interesting in that article was that optimists, it says optimists enjoy seven times higher levels of financial well-being than pessimists. Isn't that amazing? They stress amazing? less about money and that they know how to manage their finances, make progress toward financial goals, seek financial advice from experts and learn from their financial mistakes or findings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what was so amazing to me when I when I read that article. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, optimists are financially responsible. That's that's a cool and I mean, seven times higher of financial well well being. That's a huge percentage. <laughs> it is. It, it is. really is. I mean, if I had seven times more than I have right now in my bank account, just because I'm an I have a better outlook or a healthy a healthy mindset. That's I'll take it. Well, yeah, and I think that it's when we are tending to that garden and which is a a real spiritual concept, <coughs> then we are open to I think the opportunities and the people that are going to present us with an abundance benefit. Yeah. You know, because I think that that is because it's so much easier to be uh, effective and and desired by people if you're if you are in a positive mind frame. Totally. One of the other things that I loved that it said is that um, people who are optimistic, they have longer lasting friendships their friendships are more meaningful and they're better at solving problems with the people that they love and i i 
think that is so true. If you think about people who are optimistic and people who have a healthier mindset and who are tending to this garden of their mind, the way that they <clears throat> the way that they approach conflict and the way that they resolve conflict is healthier. It is. Yeah. Well, think about it. If you are in, if you are, let's say you're with your partner and you are in a, you know, in a period of strife between the two of you, if your mindset is, oh my gosh, this is never going to work out. I got to get out of here. This is terrible. Mm -hmm. Then that's what you'll experience. Whereas if you think, okay, well, this is just part of being in a relationship and we will work through it and Mm -hmm. I can work on my own part of it and hopefully then my partner will work on theirs. So it gives you really almost a tool for conflict resolution that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, I I think that is just so true. I mean, I think about Janice and, and thankfully you and I have never, you and I have never been in conflict, but I know I know I have such confidence that if at any point you did something that upset me or I did something that upset you, that number one, we could, we could talk about it. Number two, we could resolve it. And number three, we would go about that in a healthy, kind and productive way. Like I have full confidence in that and we'd, we'd get to the other side of it. There's, yeah, for sure. Because I you know just, yeah. who, how you're how you work, and I trust yeah. your the way you, you the way you think, and I I hope I mean I think it's reciprocal and and so it's Absolutely. so true. You know the people in my life who I don't have that kind of relationship with, or I don't think that I could go about it because of of their outlook or their mindset or their how they tend to their garden it makes a big difference and that in turn makes a big difference in how deep and how real that those relationships actually are absolutely absolutely they become safe yes and the safe relationships are really important to me yeah me too you know there's you know one of the things that that when we were talking about what's the point in this, one of the things that that really resonated with me was that that you know what we're after here. There's a there's a scripture in Proverbs. It's Proverbs twenty three seven that says, "As he thinketh in his heart, so is he." And so that's that's what we're we're ultimately trying to get so to good. is that. You know, sometimes it's a long 12 inches from your head to your heart, and it's a long journey of getting there. So you start it with a mental exercise, catching yourself when you're in a negative frame of mind Mm -hmm. and and doing some thought replacement exercises that will get your mind used to doing that. And we're not the thing is, is that we're not we're not trying to become anything we're not trying to become more spiritual and more together or more anything that we think we need to have fixed. We are already that whatever because mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. are an con- incarnation of divinity. That's exactly so right. We're claiming it, but yep. sometimes that gets covered up. And so yeah. it's not like we have to 
we have to go out and make it happen. Mm-hmm. It's already who you are. I love when you so, remind us of that, Janice. You do that so well, and you rem- you live from that place. I forget. I know you never leave that that spot. And that's an easy thing for me to forget, but I love when you remind us of that. Well, I think it, I think, well, thanks, Toba. And I do work, I've worked at it for a long time. And it doesn't mean we don't have feelings because we are going to have negative feelings. What we want to do is understand that we were manifested with that capacity also. So we address them, we honor them. And we are, our whole purpose is to express and experience life as us. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that we're not here to suffer, toil, or await a future reward in heaven. Right. That's exactly right. We're the one manifesting as us. Everything is already available to us. Yes. We simply get to pick and choose which portion, which portions of that uh that we want to experience yeah it's so good that is such that is such a great reminder you know yeah it's well it makes it when you can sit in that realization Mm -hmm. it's like oh my goodness and and you know what i love about that janice is when we see when we accept that idea and that truth in our lives and we start living we start living from the inside out instead of the outside yeah. in. What we yeah. also do is we give other people permission to do the same. That's right. And then we enjoy what we do. We enjoy what we have. And when we have, when we can sit in the joy of all those things, we're rich beyond measure. Yeah. I mean, are. there's no, there's no limit. Yeah. And, and I think that not, yeah, I mean, our, our motivation isn't to, impress other people or you know I never set out to be the way that I am to so that I, I can be an inspiration or that I can be a light or like that I don't think like I don't think about a lot of times how I mean I want my light to shine and I want my behavior and my thought processes and my actions to be a blessing to other people but i'm not thinking oh if i go be like this then that is in turn gonna inspire them to turn around and be like that but it just is a natural response reaction uh yeah. it's it's the way that it works and yeah and even this article said that when the, uh, the most optimistic people tend to focus on the strength of friends and loved ones and when when you are in when you are in the energy field and the presence of somebody who's who is focusing on your strengths and what you're amazing at and they it, it's empowering it's it feels safe it feels loving it feels fun i mean i want to be with people who remind me of who i am in as right as a child of God created in his image. And I mean, I love that you said, and I love when you remind us, like I already said, that it's already here. It's ours to claim. It's not something that we have to go get. Yeah, yeah. You know, I read an interesting thing about how to be a benevolent presence, which I thought this was very interesting. It says, what if instead 
of not being benevolent, we decide to enter every interaction as a benevolent presence. Mm. Benevolence is defined as a desire to do good to others, goodwill, and charitableness. Therefore, being a benevolent presence means we have a charitable inclination toward others and seek to have goodwill in our interactions. Mm -hmm. This changes our impact completely. Wow. Don't you love that? I really, really love that. You Will you please screenshot that to me? Yes, and, and I will. We'll post I that will. too next week or this yeah. this week during on Instagram. I absolutely yeah, I love that. I do too. And I think that, you know, on the other end, I've al I always say one of my favorite things is if you hate the haters, then you are that. You are. You are that. 100%. And don't you just and love the word benevolent? That's such a beautiful word. Isn't it you, so lovely? It is so. It's kind of like Jacqueline. Jacqueline, <laughs> benevolent. <laughs> the queen. Yes. Yes. If I have a daughter, I'm going to name her benevolent. <laughs> Jacqueline, <laughs> benevolent. <laughs> Well, you, you know, one of the other one of the other things that I love thinking about when we're when we're talking about this is that, you know, there there is this never our life is a banquet and it's never ending. Yes. And, you know, we ha I, I, I read not long ago that we need to develop and accept that we are a receiving center mm -hmm. so it's not just about being Ooh, benevolent that. to others mm -hmm. it's about allowing ourselves to be a receiving center mm. so we take what we like and we can go back for more mm. and we can we can genuinely say thank you god i deserve this mm -hmm. and, and and i, I was thinking about uh, i guess you read today probably that prince philip died yes yes and i and i was thinking about the royal family and how they, the royal family never questioned, if you watch the crown, they never questioned their inheritance of royalty. Yeah. They never questioned whether or not they deserved to be the queen or the king or the inheritance of that. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's what we are a part of too, is that royal, the big daddy royal mm -hmm. family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's such a great analogy. I love well, it. Well, and so many of that. us walk around thinking that we don't want to, if we say I deserve it, that it means that we're being arrogant, that we say I deserve it and so do you. Yeah. And then it just it just sets up for the receiving end of it, Yeah. which is the fun part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and guess what? It's, it's what Jesus said he came to give us. I mean, this is not like we're being arrogant or puffed up or entitled it's just not we we it's it is our god-given right as children of a king well and we and 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 it is it is deserving i when i say i deserve it it's not exclusive of others yes. it's because it's really just my business about what I deserve and then hopefully yeah. other people can learn through this sort of optimistic mentality that they oh my gosh I deserve it too yeah you know so and that's what I think that's the gift in all of this for people is is being able to sit in that spot 
and then practice acceptance. Yes, I can accept it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, a couple of other points from this article that I really thought were fascinating and and really inspiring. <clears throat> One is that 40% of people who are optimistic are 40% more likely to get hired or promoted. Oh, yeah. I re- yeah, I forgot about that. That's a huge number. 40% That's a huge number. more yes. likely to be hired. Think about that, though. If you, if I had somebody come into my office and or two people come into my office that I was hiring and they both had the exact same background, the exact same education, the exact same, <clears throat> you know, d- d- on paper, but one had a more optimistic outlook than the other, th- hands down, I would hire that person. Yeah. Kind of like Nathan in the joke. Totally like Nathan in the joke. (laughs) Oh, Norman. Norman, that's right. That's right. Norman, that's exactly right. (laughs) I knew it was a (laughs) N-word. Okay, another one that I thought was fascinating and not surprising at all is optimistic people tend to be less lonely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why do you think that is, Janice? I mean, it makes sense to me on paper, but why? I think because they're attractive. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that being optimistic attracts people into people's lives. And I think that then if they are pure, you know experiencing a period of being alone, they know that there's an end to that. So it's going to come from okay, well, what could I do to help me get through this period of loneliness? I I always said to clients that were really really lonely and starting to get depressed i said go to the mall just go to the mall and walk around and every time you see pass somebody smile at them and show them your teeth do a tooth smile because you're going to get one back 99 percent of the time and then you feel connected with people yeah and so that is going to attract more people into your world totally I can't tell you how much I love to smile at people. I was thinking about that today, this morning on my walk, because I always smile and say good morning to whoever I pass, whether yeah. it's a lawn guy, a construction worker, another walker. I'm, and you know what I have to say? 50% of the people that I pass and smile and say hello to are looking at me like, why is she saying hi <laughs> to me like that? Like they, they, they look at me and they smile back and they say good morning, but it's, it is with this look like, why is she smiling at me? Utter like confusion. That? Yes. <laughs> like, I've, I feel it from them. I'm like, it's it's just a hello with a smile. It's been harder this last year with everybody wearing masks. It is true. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know what I think is interesting about that? I learned to kind of recognize when people were smiling in their masks because their eyes would mm-hmm. kind of squint. It's so I, funny. I find myself doing that too. Yeah. Isn't it funny that when we were first wearing masks, we couldn't tell? And uh-uh, now, not at all. Now yeah. we know how it works with masks. Yeah. We like adapted yeah. to it. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're a mom and you're the only one who can understand your two year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then well, you can feel, I think the thing about the mask that's interesting too is that what we've learned to do is feel energy and trust what we're feeling energetically from people as opposed to just looking at whether or not they're smiling and i think that that's really cool because if you if you will practice that then you you can read that energy totally you can 
You totally yeah. can. So in this article, um, the uh, a couple of the people people that they uh, got the research from and um, helped write the article or helped give them the information about the article, they gave some tips on how to be optimistic. So first they talked about what's the point, kind of like what we did, like uh-huh. the why. But then they ended by giving a couple of pointers on how to how do you create this um this view and this perspective um and so if it's okay i'll just read uh i'll read the first one and we can talk about it and and yeah and so it says optimism interventions which is i guess what we're doing right now we're inter we're this is an intervention with all of our listeners (laughs) right optimism and me yeah and kevin (laughs) Optimism interventions tend to focus on identifying and changing the automatic thinking styles that pessimists have adopted, says Chopik. For instance, if an optimist won the lottery, she'd focus on all the good things she could do with money, while a pessimist might immediately think about the fact that the government will take a chunk of it. If you can catch those negative thoughts while you're having them, you might be able to replace them with a more positive one. Yeah, love it. Another thing to try, and by this expert, says Chopic, when good things happen, such as you get a promotion, give yourself credit and acknowledge that you were responsible for bringing it about. Maybe you knocked it out of the park on a presentation or you have a terrific attitude. I loved that one. I love that too. And that's that I can pat myself on the back sort of an experience. I, I just think we don't, you know, we don't do that enough. Like we, we can, we're probably a little bit better at giving other people attaboys, but like For celebrating, sure. giving yourself that attaboy and celebrating yourself. is awesome. Well, I think that a lot of us were raised in family systems that taught us not to be full of ourselves we've taught we've talked about that before yeah you know and that that it it we've changed we've become much more intuitively uh connected so that we really can congratulate ourselves when we do something that we've gotten good results from i i so so believe that um, okay, another thing is sh- this Dr. Julia Bohm says it's also smart to set goals. Um, achieving goals helps you believe in yourself and your ability to be successful in the future. But make them realistic. If you set a goal to work out every day and you just can't find the time, then be realistic. Aim for three days a week instead. Great. So that's awesome. Uh, the next one about relationships to foster close relationships, uh, Galen suggests sending a short email, and you and I both love this one, sending a short email to a different person every day, thanking them or praising them. It gives you a chance to think about all the people you care about and who care about you, and it enhances those important social connections. She says, I've recommended this strategy to lots of people and I hear over and over, this practice has changed my life. It's simple, but powerful. If it's not your style, then share this idea. Every time you have a a negative thought about a friend or a loved one, think of something you love about them. Seeing the good helps you appreciate the relationship more fully. Yeah. 
I think that is an amazing idea. I mean, think about how wonderful it is to hear from somebody that you love and you look up to or you appreciate and they go out of their way to tell you how grateful they are for you or what they love about you or what your relationship how your relationship blesses them or whatever it is i think that's awesome i do too you know who does that tom my husband oh he connects he's the most unbelievable stay connected person he doesn't necessarily send people email telling them you know something that he really likes about him or whatever but he'll he emails people all the time that he hasn't heard from in 10 years and just say hey i was just thinking about you and wanted to check in with you and i remember how we did such and such deal together and it was so cool so just wanted to say hi so he he when they when somebody comes to his mind he takes action on it and i thought and he's i don't do that but i have so much admiration for him that he does that because it's It's an amazing quality it is it really is that's an amazing quality you know the words of affirmation is in everybody's love language um you know a lot of people don't everybody's know how to give it great or know and aren't always comfortable with getting it but i am i am telling you it may not be your number one whoever you are listening to this your number one love language but there is not a person on the planet who would not who would not absolutely love to hear from somebody they love what that person thinks about them yeah it's really cool it's so meaningful i mean if i think about the times where my friends or people that i love have done that even just people writing us and telling taking the time to write us through instagram or a text message or an email telling us the impact that the remedies had on their life that is so meaningful to me i can't tell you isn't it I yes mean, me too yeah it means the I world to me loved- I also loved what she said about, and you know, we've talked about gratitude a lot and you have talked about your gratitude journal and all of that. And, and she talks about as a practice to, for two minutes yep. every day, just think about things that for which you're grateful and people. And I liked that too, you know, to think, oh, you just Absolutely. set the timer on your phone for two minutes. And just look around your environment or think about the people you're going to talk to that day or what you're doing or who you spoke with yesterday and just get grateful, which is just going to really build that optimism muscle. Yes. And it really is. It makes a difference in your life. And if you think about it, two minutes is not long at all. But think about the list. Think about how many things that you could come up with in two minutes of to write down what you're great or to think about what you're great. I mean, I could think about a million things in two minutes uh, that I'm yeah. so grateful for. Um, she said, she backs that up with a study that says one study found that when pessimists started a daily gratitude practice, they became more hopeful in just two weeks. Yeah. So that's good news for all you pessimists out there. <laughs> well, and, I thought, and when when we post the article, uh, she there was there was actually there is a a 
tool to identify where you are in regard to being a pessimist and an optimist. And I, did, I Googled that and I really could not find the exact tool, but I'm sure that if, if people want to try to see where they, where they land in this, you could probably find something. And if you do, let us know and we'll put that out to them. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that was interesting too. I would venture yeah. to guess that I'd land a little bit more on the optimist side, but um, you know, I just don't give. I don't like to give negative thinking energy. I just, I try really no. hard not to give that any energy. No, because what <clears throat> life will mirror back to us whatever mm-hmm. we put out. Totally does. I just. I mean, it's. It's proven. It's scientific. It's it's the truth. This isn't just like what Tova and Janice think. Like this this is this has been backed up by by research that tells us and shows us that living an it is worth it. You know, if you're thinking about why, like what's the point of tending to this garden in our mind, like that's now it. You know. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> now you know and you know life is too short and i've said this a thousand times life is too short and it's frankly too long to do it any other way i mean we're gonna be we keep breathing so we might as well enjoy it and and embrace it and love it as much as we can while we're here well and i always think you know i'm planning on coming back i don't think this is my first rodeo so i want my next life to be an extension of this life, however that looks and wherever that that ends up, you know. And then, oh, and I love yes. that that sort of modeling. If we can be optimistic in front of our children, then that they will they will get a lot of that modeling. Absolutely. So, yeah, their motivation is not just pure selfishness; it is also to help others yeah it's contagious it It really is is contagious and and gosh the world needs it it does you know we spend a lot of time at the media social media blah blah you know it, it we don't spend a whole lot of time on the good and I mean, can you imagine a newspaper where they reported only good things? <laughs> no. And, you know, I know that I've talked about this before. Vicki's this morning, my friend Vicki suggested that I repeat it, that years, several years ago when it's been about, it's, I guess it's been about 15 years ago, a good friend of mine had an aneurysm. And, mm-hmm. and long story short, she almost died. It ruptured, but she didn't. And she went to California and, uh, her, her neurologist there after she was healed enough to go back there, he, they said to her, while your brain is healing, don't watch the news, don't read the newspaper, and eliminate negative people from your life because your brain will heal 80% more quickly in the absence of negative. That's just, that statistic is astounding. I mean, I every time you she, tell me that, I can't, I can't believe it. But I believe yeah. it. And when she told me that, I was like, well, if that's good for her brain, it's got to be good for mine. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I haven't read the newspaper or watched the television news since then. Well, it's just all negative. 
It's all just negative noise. It's it really is negative noise. I know. I, 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 if I'm going to turn the TV on, it's certainly not going to be Fox or CNN, and it's not even a political decision. I don't want to know. I don't care. <laughs> I don't either. You know where I find if all my I news? I follow Oprah on Instagram, if I, and if it's big, like that's how I found out Prince Philip died. I was like, well, oh, Oprah. Thanks, Oprah. I'm always, I, I, I am just always thinking, you know, if I'm going to delve into some trash, it might as well be uh, the housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> My personal favorite is New York City, and they come out with a new one this month, and I cannot wait. Oh, they do? Oh, good. Yeah, I think April is the new month. I, I'm embarrassed to say I've, I've seen all of them. I have too. But, God, they're so... I mean, only in New York. I, I, if I had gone through all the seasons, I would be concerned about myself. But that is such a guilty pleasure. I can't even take it. <laughs> I know. It is, isn't it? <laughs> okay, well... Toby, that was good. Yes, it was wonderful. And thank you for the great reminder. Um, and we we just... I just, I love this series. I'm excited about where we're going with it next. Next week, we're going to talk about, um, well, you know what? We'll just keep it a surprise. We'll keep you, okay. we'll keep you people guessing, but um, we're going to keep the theme going. We have a couple more that we're going to do on this because uh, we just believe in it so much. And, and if you, just like we always say, if any of you have any suggestions for an upcoming episode or you're really wondering about something or could get really excited about something we always love hearing your feedback always yes and if and if you have any questions about this you know make sure and and uh uh text us or or instagram us and we'll get those we'll address those on on the air absolutely y'all have an amazing week janice get home safe travel We'll Travel safe. See you guys. I'll see you in a week. Okay. Thanks for the joke. <laughs> no Good old problem. Norman. <laughs> Poor Norman. <laughs> Bye, Janice. Bye, guys. Love y'all. You too. <laughs>